When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to episode 213, I think, 214. Ugh, I almost had it. Of Dunzo, it is me, Troy McKeady. You guys are in for a very, very special fucking treat today. This is a very special episode. Let me just first and foremost say that I am joined by Bridget from uh, Little Trash 2004. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited that you're back. I know. Thanks for having me back on. I told you I would. I know you didn't lie. <laughs> you got me back. <laughs> when I I was like trying to figure out things that I wanted to talk about this week, and I was like, I kind of want to do another VMA episode, and you were literally the first person that comes to mind. Like I couldn't think of oh a better God. equipped person <laughs> to do this with. Thank you so much. Seriously, ward shows are cracked me. Like I told you, like <laughs> I'm obsessed with them. I've always been, so I'm super excited. I understand that this was like. Growing up for me, award shows were like what, like people who grew up in like sports families, like that's what this was for us. Like for my mom, the VMAs was like the Super Bowl. Oh, me too. My dad and my brother had like the Super Bowl. My mom and I had like American Idol and award shows. (laughs) (laughs) Like violently texting on your, uh, on your flip phone to vote for Sanjaya. My singular. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we are doing the 2000 VMAs today and so I did a VMA episode with my, with my friend Russ Martin, and I thought the 2001 VMAs were really fun. It was a fun award show to watch. This one, I'm going to say is like one of the best award shows just in the history of award shows. Oh, it's messy. It's great. It's like, it's messy in that way that MTV wishes they were still messy. Oh yeah. They created moments with this and MTV like knew what they were doing. Yeah. So do you remember watching this as a kid? Does this like, do you remember this specific one? I think it was the first one I can remember because I was eight years old. So it was like very early on, but like I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. This was like, I was super young. So I don't remember what grade I was. Well, it's the year 2000. It was like pre-high school. So I think I would have been like in middle school and, um, like early, early, early middle school. But I remember just like everybody talking about, obviously Britney was like a huge deal. Everybody was talking about that. That's kind of like the thing that I remember the most is 
the conversation surrounding Britney. Yeah, and of course, like the you know Olympus Gary Rage Against the Machine thing. That was that was a yeah. huge thing. Yes. Oh, as there's a fifty-one fifty going by my house right now. <laughs> by the way. Um, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there were just so many iconic moments. I mean, Diddy and J Lo, like it's a re- this was a real lightning in a bottle, uh, specific award show year. And I don't know, I just feel like the year 2000 is so specific as far as the entertainment industry goes, because it was, the the industry was exploding in this new way, because there was like this new class of people showing up, and obviously they were like grabbing the torch from the previous generation, but the year 2000 is cool because, you know, you did have people like the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and Britney and all these like these, these new kids, um, but also like the old hats were still in the game like yeah there was something for everyone like like you said there was like Britney Christina NSYNC then there was like the rappers like Eminem Dr. Dre and then yeah. there were kind of like the rock people like Rage Against the Machine Red Hot Chili Peppers there was something for everyone in the show which I feel like nowadays it's like kind of a lot of the same yeah it's a real big mashup kind of blur where it's hard to even know what to categorize people it's hard to know what awards to nominate them for because they all could kind of be the same award um and yeah in in the year 2000 you still had people like Whitney and Mariah and Madonna and Prince and Janet still like creating culture defining music but you also had this new class of people and it was just like a fun it was just we really were like super lucky like we really had the best of all the worlds we really did yeah it was such a great show um so this award show starts off right out the gate just fucking hardcore um it's hosted by the waynes brothers which i love me too me too i love (laughs) the waynes brothers i I had a crush on them when i was little like oh my god i thought they were so cute (laughs) did you have a favorite um i liked sean i thought he was cute yeah i was a i was a marlin girl a marlin girl yay uh, he's so I, goofy I know <laughs> I love a goofy string bean like wacky <laughs> like wacky guy but no he was um they were just like really I don't know I miss them watching them host this show made me miss their humor yeah me too like they were just they didn't take it seriously which they shouldn't like yeah. it was perfect yeah they were just cutting enough that it was like funny but they weren't like cruel to anybody exactly um the previous year jamie fox was like literally cruel like he like made fun of jc chazay's sobriety yeah and like chris rock has always been like just an asshole to everyone with his like opening and yeah yeah they had fun with it did i say jc chazay yeah oh do you mean aj what i'm jc on the mind all these boy banders (laughs) i have a lot to say about jc later me too um so uh is it marlon that no it's sean that comes out in chris rock drag (laughs) and he just starts fucking ripping everybody apart um i wrote down some of his opening jokes he said he said we've got a lot of last year's winners in the audience and sync the backstreet boys britney spears oops she did it again what the fuck did she do what did she do the first time britney was not feeling it at at all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was watching like the reactions from the audience and I was like wait this is like last year's audience 
Did you catch that? Yes, I did catch so that. So it must have been like a recorded bit. So I was like, Britney wore that last year and like all these, like, this makes no sense. Yeah, they edited in like this, a stank face from Britney last year yeah. when Jamie Foxx was really mean. Yeah. I was like, what's going on here? I was like, wait a minute. This is super weird. Yeah, that was so weird. Yeah. I forgot to such... write that down. It's a weird open. Um, At one point he, oh, he said, we've got Destiny's Child here with their new hit song, Say My Name. Every time we learn one of your names, you kick the bitch out of the group. He said, your name should be temporary. Um, (laughs) I like when he said, oh, look, there's Eve. Wait, it's Cisco. (laughs) (laughs) Cause like the accuracy. Yeah, same hair. (laughs) Right. Um, And I love too, when he said, he goes, um, he like points to Jennifer Lopez and Diddy and at this particular moment, obviously, they are the most talked about couple in the entire globe. Diddy had just gotten in trouble with the law. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, how can you mention rap without mentioning my man P. Diddy, Sean John, Sean Puffy Combs? He goes, you got in a little bit of trouble this year, huh? You went out and hired Johnny Cochran. Come to think of it, you didn't hire Johnny Cochran. You sampled OJ's defense team. And everybody was like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> burn. <laughs> um and then a bunch of celebrity look look alikes come out and like attack him there's like a fake britney oh, yeah. and a fake, fake insane... j-lo ass <laughs> yeah it's like oh a very clear blonde white woman with a uh, with padding in her ass like sitting on his head <laughs> yeah. uh, so stupid <laughs> so dumb such wayne's brothers humor but like so slapstick and i love it yeah exactly like they brought their own flavor to it yeah it's real like falling on a banana peel kind of humor but i love it <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so then uh, at the very beginning of the award show, our first award, which was very jarring for me because I had to like get in the mindset of like, what is the what is the temperature in the year 2000? And Blink-182 beat Destiny's Child in sync and the Red Hot Chili Peppers for best group video. Yeah, and like, was, can you believe? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, wow, this is so telling of like where we were. I know, but I feel like back then they did focus like on the video a little more, like because that was a really good video. All the was it all the small things? Yeah, and they were like, yeah, I, that's such a good video. But I feel like now it's just like whoever the biggest group is would win. Exactly, it's yeah. Now it's definitely much more like, you know, like Doja Cat paid so it's paid <laughs> TV to like get some award, and now totally. she's getting it. She's getting yeah. like a lifetime achievement award after releasing a single <laughs> album. You know. <laughs> Um, and then The Rock and Cade Rock present an award together. The Rock is still very much a wrestler. He Isn't is... it crazy to see like where they were then and like where they are now? It's wild to me. And like that nobody in the room knows like what will happen with them, any of them. Oh yeah. And now like... The Rock is like the highest paid actor and Kid Rock is like, who cares? Nowhere to be found. <laughs> right. And he was such a focus of this award show. And I was like, my God, like kid rock was so famous yeah can you believe like oh so weird uh, disgusting the rock is giving the fucking people's eyebrow or whatever it's called is that what it's called <laughs> yeah. and he's wearing gold lame a gold lame like basically a, a chippendales vest yeah like like a spirit halloween costume basically like <laughs> yeah like it looks like he's gonna rip the pants away and be wearing like a tuxedo thong Oh yeah. 
And then Kid Rock tries to be like, oh, I like the NSYNC commercial better than the Backstreet Boys. Like, no one cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. And that, I have a lot to say about that. I'm going to get your take here in a minute on just like the obsessive, like beating down of the pop groups and how dependent these fucking men were on the controversies surrounding these like yep. mostly teenage girls it's gross yeah like, this entire show was the fred durst christina and carson daly show and it's disgusting oh my god it was such a fucking like dick slinging competition oh yeah about like 19 like, year old girls like yeah ugh. like who can like say the meanest thing about christina aguilera and then like give daps to the audience like yeah it was really gross um the best new artist video nominees were Cisco, Papa Roach, Christina Aguilera, Pink, and Macy Gray. <laughs> and the winner, I know. And the winner was Macy Gray because this is when we thought Macy was going to be the next like Lauren Hill. Oh, I know. Oh, poor Macy. And that parody they did of her. <laughs> oh so my mean. god! Like what the fuck? Like what? Like, you expect that from the Waynes Brothers, but watching it in 2021, like, ugh. <laughs> I know. And then she's expected to just be, like, to, like, laugh off a skit thing oh, yeah. about her vagina. Yeah. Her she gave them, like, the hard middle finger. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then a, out of nowhere, a closeted, bleached, blonde, highlighted Ricky Martin cascades up on the stage to present Best Female Video. And the nominees, you guys, I literally, I could melt into a puddle right now, are Aaliyah for Try Again, Brittany for Oops, I Did It Again, Christina for What a Girl Wants, Macy Gray for I Try, and Tony Braxton for He Wasn't Man Enough. Oh, my, I have goosebumps. Tony had my vote. That's my, that's one of my favorite videos ever. He it's Wasn't Man Enough. So I love that good. video. Uh, I used to watch it like every night before bed. It was like my soothing like, video. It's so good. It's one of those uh, good like like Y2K. There's no theme here, but there is a weird theme. There's just, looks. There's yeah. dancing. And that's all I need. There's Tamar Braxton in the video. Yes. <laughs> Tamar doing background. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of, this is a complete side note. I don't know if, if, uh, if you know this or not, but I was like doing a weird YouTube Tamar theme the other day. And I, somebody sent me um, the isolated vocals of Lady Gaga's Born This Way. Have you ever heard this? Maybe a while ago, but I know like Tamar and Gaga used to like hang out because of um, Vince, but there, okay. is she in the background? Oh my God. She's the entire song. Fuck. Oh all my of, God. Like all the high notes are her. The entire song from the beginning to the end She's singing the entire song. I need that. I need to hear it like now. <laughs> I will send it to you as oh soon as we are done. It floated me off the ground. Um, Incredible. But anyway, yeah. So Aaliyah, of course, wins for Try Again because duh. And um, this is the year that she wore that iconic Roberto Cavalli dress with the slit up the side. And in her acceptance speech, she says that she flew 21 hours because she's currently filming a movie called Queen of the Damned. I can't take Ugh, it. Like chills. I can't Actual take chills. it. It's too much. It really is too much. And um, it still pisses me off. Ricky Martin pronounces her name Alaya. Like, 
she was very famous at this point ricky martin like come on <laughs> and like ricky was like known at this point for like getting the the party started or whatever you know <laughs> so he like came out and had to do like uh can you feel it are you yeah. ready for like <laughs> no like reason fist bumping and like raising yeah. his hands up <laughs> i was like god damn it what a time to be alive and he looked i mean he doesn't age he looked incredible oh amazing um the best male video nominees were d'angelo for how does it feel eminem for the real slim shady kid rock for cowboy moby for natural blues and then ricky martin for shaker bonbon um <laughs> Eminem won 90 VMAs this yeah night. like I was so sick of seeing his like bleach blonde ugly hair I oh, oh, and then him getting up there and acting like he is like too cool for all of it like yeah fuck off with the fake pills falling out of his sweatpants oh my like, god ugh, enough <laughs> yeah he tried to do like a bit where he was like oh like I I have an acceptance speech and then he reached in his pocket and like all of these pills fell out but like nobody laughed because nobody in the audience could see what it was yeah and Wyclef was behind him like what like he was just so confused yeah Wyclef looked down and slowly backed up because there are pills falling everywhere and he was like uh <laughs> <laughs> okay staying out of this oh uh, <laughs> right <laughs> um yeah and then there's like this is the first moment where it turns into like the boys club because Eminem like is accepting his award and the camera makes sure to immediately go over to Fred Durst who is waiting for his moment and he looks into the camera and winks and gives a thumbs up oh yeah the thumbs up Eminem winning because they both fucked Christina or whatever I'm like oh my god (laughs) yeah that was the first moment of like the whole show going on i'm like i can't no yeah i was like oh my god is this these be two the entire time these fucking <laughs> douchebags um i would say the most year 2000 award show moment maybe ever is carson daly coming out and explaining how difficult it is every day for him to navigate all these fandoms and he's like i gotta you know be nice to the, the backstreet boys kids and i gotta be nice to the nsync kids and whatever and then he announces the founder of Napster at this award show this man who has single-handedly ruined all these people's uh, lives for a, a little while um, <laughs> and he's like 19 <laughs> yeah he's like some teenage fucker and he's wearing a Metallica shirt to be an asshole because Metallica very famously um fought Napster uh so like and this was like a fun moment though because it was like oh yeah this it's like it was tense and kind of yeah. awkward and that was like the feeling of the VMAs. Yeah, exactly. Like just creating moments and like this is going to be in the paper tomorrow. Yeah. And then he's wearing the Metallica shirt and Carson's like, oh, I like your shirt. And the Napster, Napster kid's like, yeah, it was my friend's, but I borrowed it. Right. <laughs> and Carson like oh. is super uncomfortable, like doesn't want any part of what's happening. Yeah, he's like, okay, we got to get off stage. <laughs> <laughs> like let's move on from this immediately um yeah and it, like you said it was like a moment for the papers it was a moment for like the magazines it was a moment maybe for Carson to talk about tomorrow in TRL but it wasn't like they were doing things to become viral so it feels authentic yeah no for sure because like with uh, social media now like if this were to happen like Metallica and Napster kid could like fight on the internet but like that yeah. that can't happen back in 2000 so this was like right. their one chance 
Yeah, and I should mention, by the way, I'm I I did the performances separate because okay. I figured it would be easier to just kind of do the performances at the end. Yeah. So we can talk about the moments and then we'll get into the performances because it's there's a lot to talk about. Oh yeah. Um. And I also had no idea. I mean, we'll talk about it later, like I just said. But I had no idea that the the Napster guy like introduced Britney. Yeah, I know. Isn't that <laughs> so weird? <laughs> I was like, wow, it's so weird how well I know just this five minutes of this award show, like yeah. her performing. Um, there's really a really, really uncomfortable moment with Giselle and Lenny Kravitz. Can we oh, talk? No. Oh, First, like they put all the hot people together for presenting. Like right. it was Giselle and Lenny Kravitz, and it was like J Lo and D'Angelo. They just like hot people stay together. Yes. But yeah, abs, this was abs, abs. Yeah, very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So they come out. <laughs> Lenny's like seems like he's like stoned off his ass and doesn't know where he is. And uh, he's like Giselle. I uh, I heard the other day in Rolling Stone magazine that you you uh, ran into me in a club. And I, it's weird because I've never met you before. And Giselle's like, yeah, I heard that too. She goes, it must be some mistake. And she goes, this is our first time meeting. It's like Giselle's first award show bit. And Lenny goes, he goes, it can't be true because I'm a perfect gentleman. And I would never, uh, I would never hate on you. Because I guess it was reported that they hated on each other or something. <laughs> uh, and then he just out of nowhere walks towards her, grabs her by her waist, pulls her into his like crotch and is just grinding on her back. And that's the bit. Yeah, grabs her entire body, like just pulls her in. Like, wouldn't we all love to be her? But like, no, time and place. Right, <laughs> right. I was like, wait, I don't get the joke, but I'm uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. She's like, why don't we now present the award? She's like scooting away. <laughs> uh, would never happen now. I was like, oh. Oh, there's a lot of moments okay. where I'm like, this could not happen now. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, and then before he, he like presents the award or whatever, he says, Zoe, go to bed. I thought that was no. like, oh, I thought, oh, can you believe that like <laughs> Zoe Kravitz? <laughs> I know. Baby Zoe. Um, so he presents the best hip hop nominees, and it's juvenile for back that thing up, Lauren Hill for everything is everything, Limp Biscuit for In Together Now, and um Q tip for vibrant young thing, Cisco won. <laughs> this award Cisco beat Lauren Hill in an award show honestly iconic I love Cisco me too I love him I have a lot to say in his performance <laughs> I am so happy about that because me too I was like Cisco can at least say people will make fun of him for whatever you know for him being, being three feet tall and having one <laughs> but you know what he beat Lauren fucking Hill at the VMAs on a hip hop award, yeah. And yeah. this is one of the years where they did like hip hop award and then like a rap award, like they right. separated them. But good right. for Cisco. I know. <laughs> I was like, okay, and of course he fell up the stairs, invented falling up the stairs. Jennifer Lawrence could never. <laughs> Cisco's the true queen. I love <laughs> right. Literally. Uh, so 
the best pop nominees are Blink-182 for All the Small Things, Britney Spears for Oops, I Did It Again, Christina Aguilera for What a Girl Wants, Destiny's Child for Say My Name, and NSYNC for Bye Bye Bye. Um, NSYNC wins, and they bring Darren from Darren's Dance Grooves on stage! (laughs) Darren's Dance Grooves, oh my god. (laughs) I was like, yes! I was like, I know that uh those abs I've seen many times I think this was one of my first moments where I realized Justin was so annoying when he's like we got a moon man like we got typical moon. typical Justin oh like can't so much can be said about this moment because so they win and Justin is like like you said being so obnoxious is doing his like look at me look at me I'm funny like yeah, I can he, be he has like a little coat like he's just too much <laughs> <laughs> he's like peak noodle head too like his hair is fully permed and he uh and it's so funny because jc is like patiently waiting with his arms crossed on the the podium waiting politely for his moment to you know thank god or whatever and he literally is staring at justin waiting for him to eventually stop fucking talking and he never does and then jc at the end just goes well that i guess that's all we have to say Thank you. Like, you fucking yeah. douche. He did like a Forrest Gump impression. He was like, that's all I gotta say about that. Like, <laughs> he did. Because <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did he just, I rewound that part a million times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing a floor length fur coat. <laughs> As God, one I does. love JC. I, I love know. him so much. So He's so beautiful. I know. And you're right. He's just waiting there, letting Justin act a fool. And he's like, I'll I'll wait. I will wait. Yeah. He was so polite. He literally crossed his arms. A gentleman. Yeah. Uh, And then Lance is like, I want to thank the media. Like, what? You're right. (laughs) What the fuck, Lance? (laughs) Lance is like in the back jumping up and down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So then there's best rap video. And the nominees, and I thought this was great that they separated it like this. I actually really liked it. Yeah. Um, it was DMX for Party Up, Dr. Dre, Forgot About Dre, Eminem for The Real Slim Shady, and Eve for Love is Blind. Of course, Dr. Dre and Eminem won because MTV was inside Eminem's <laughs> anal cavity this entire night. It's like, Jesus. Mm. Um, then we get an Ananda Lewis Aaliyah <sighs> moment on the stage i squealed oh god two of the most gorgeous women and like they complement each other so well like they look like they really like in a like a little girl group yeah and it looks like they've been best friends for like so long like the way they were just playing off each other and like yeah they were so cute i know that's a friendship that i would have loved to have seen like on tv oh for sure because i feel like they kind of like ran in the same circles and like hung out with the same people yeah, when I was like recently looking at pictures of uh, of Ananda Lewis because I like have ninety million photos of her saved on my phone like a creep. <laughs> you can relate. You can relate. Uh, nobody. My can Google photos. Yeah. My Google photos are crazy. Outrageous. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's so many pictures of her and Aaliyah, and like they just seemed like such a fun little kiki. Um. But yeah, and she. Um. I mean, they both looked incredible, but like. And I've already talked about the Cavalli dress, but Ananda Lewis is wearing the coolest, most Y2K outfit 
I've ever seen. Yeah, because so many people like tried to do like the Y2K look. Like Pink looked a mess that night. Oh my Eve, god. Eve, I love Eve to death, but she looked kind of crazy. But Ananda Lewis like pulled it off perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, she was wearing these like yellow and blue tie. I posted it on my Instagram, but these yellow and blue like tie-dyed pants, and um, they were like cut in all these really unique ways. And of course, there were gold a gold belly chain involved, and yeah, like the chain link like Paris Hilton top. <laughs> yes. Oh, and like a really cool floor length coat with like a fur line. Like she just looked. She's so beautiful. Yeah, so effortless. Yeah, I miss her. Me too. Um, and what was funny is they were introducing NSYNC and they were like, yeah. these masculine men. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I was like, what's going on? They're like, call them a boy band, but they're masculine. <laughs> yeah. Aliyah's like, okay. bring out these masculine boys. I was like, what is the bit? I keep missing the bits, by the way. I'm like, I don't get any joke that's happening tonight. Um, so yeah, so then D'Angelo D- and Jennifer Lopez present the award for best rock album. And it really, that moment, we, we, we have to have the Jennifer Lopez conversation. Now is the time. Oh, yeah. Are, are you ready? Because oh. <laughs> it hit me over the head like a fucking brick when she walked out. And I was like, wow, we were living in Jennifer Lopez's world. Like, oh, totally. Like, when you think of like a Jennifer Lopez, like Halloween costume, like this is the outfit people wear. Like, yes all white Sean John and like rhinestones across the chest and like the rhinestone um like headband oh my god crazy she was in a world of like a a moment of world domination yeah oh for sure and you know we are a year out from the latin explosion and you know she had this massive debut she's dating diddy they're all over the fucking news her body has wreaked havoc on the world (laughs) I mean suddenly everybody was like oh asses huh yeah she like created Um, google images like literally like she is I mean just seeing her walk out on stage in that iconic white outfit like and it was like you could tell she like knew her power like yeah just felt very like oh it was just so cool it was like god it was so like of the time because if someone wore that now it would just be like oh they're wearing like jeans and a crop top to the vmas like it mm-hmm. wouldn't mean anything but back then like it was insane that she was wearing that right totally <laughs> even the fact that the, that her headband was rhinestone like at that moment was new oh yeah for sure you know um the best rock video nominees were creed for hire kid rock for cowboy Corn for Falling Away From Me, Limp Biscuit for Break Stuff, and Metallica for I Disappear, and also Rage Against the Machine for Sleep Now in the Fire, essentially my American Horror Story Coven Hell uh, was the <laughs> rock video nominees. Yeah. This is my limbo. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I used to like take a shower or like do something else when like this was happening. Like whenever right. I didn't like where I was performing, like, all right, I'll take my shower now. <laughs> I'm like, they didn't say kid rock, did they? Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna go to snack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly hungry. Uh the winner was Limp Biscuit. And yeah, it was it's just funny, like what you said earlier, like what they would consider rock. I mean, what do you even consider rock now? Like, what would that even be? I know. I I don't even know. I literally can't think of anybody. 
like I can't think of five people or groups that would be like in a rock category at the VMAs I literally don't know yeah like maybe a few years ago like Kings of Leon like those Mm -hmm. type of bands but now like I can't even think of one yeah such a weird we're in such a weird time for music yeah um and then this is where we get the iconic moment because Limp Bizkit wins and this is where we get the iconic (laughs) moment where the bassist from Rage Against the Machine like goes up and protests Limp Bizkit's award and um it's a moment where Fred Durst says like it's funny that we're up here because we're the most hated rock band in the world right now and I was like oh yeah they were kind of like the Kesha of rock for a while Oh yeah. I remember. So I was like eight. My brother was like 15 or 16 at the time and he loved Limp Bizkit. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they are cool banks. My brother likes them. But like right. <laughs> now I realize that like they were, everyone hated them and they were like a joke. <laughs> right. Yeah. I honestly forgot. I was like, cause you know, sometimes you're like, no, I just hated them. Like I, everybody yeah. loved them and I f- couldn't fucking stand them. But I was like, no, they were like very much made fun of, Like they really did have kind of like a, a Kesha vibe where it's like, you're ruining the music industry. By yes. Um, and I feel like when he jumped up on that thing, like no one noticed for a good like minute and a half. Like yeah. I feel like if this were to happen now, they would like cut to a commercial break. They would like yes. cut to someone else. Like they let that go on for a long time. <laughs> You're right. If anything really did happen, like anything not like so grossly planned out and fake would happen now, they would like cut it because they wouldn't be able to like, they wouldn't know how to handle it. Right. And like, they don't know what he's going to do. They don't know if he's going to jump from there. Like they have no clue. And right. like it, Limp Bizkit was just like, jump, jump. And the right. audience starts screaming, jump. <laughs> what? And then it got really <laughs> intense when he started swinging really hard back and forth on these man-made like art decoration things. Like yeah. these plastic beams that, I mean, he was like literally like flailing back and forth trying to I guess break them um, yeah I yeah. watched like a behind the scenes kind of thing so I was like I want to know like what this guy has to say about it and right. he was like I just wanted to like break the structure and cause chaos <laughs> like he was just straight up about it it's amazing <laughs> I mean even the moment when he like walks up to the stage like you can see him um standing on the backs of chairs like walking through people's seats yeah to get up on stage and nobody knew he was gonna c- go up there uh <laughs> j-lo like has no clue she's oblivious <laughs> right yeah and it, it just it was such a um i was like wow this was such a peak like this is what it felt like to watch the vmas it was kind of like if you blink something really crazy might happen yes you know it was and that's so why exciting. i love award shows yeah um and i do have to say really quickly like this was the kid rock show for whatever reason and I was looking at him thinking, like, my God, like, this is peak, like, rockabilly kid rock or whatever. And knowing what I know about him now and knowing that he, like, came from this, like, millionaire family. Did you know that he's, like, a wealthy fucker? Yeah, but his whole thing was, like, oh, I'm I'm poor and I have a mullet. Like, like right. <laughs> like, he's dressing up as a poor person. Uh, <laughs> he's doing poor presenting drag. I'm like, Mm. it hits very different and like all these dumb hillbillies that actually think that he's relatable I'm like he's a trust fund kid yeah he's just hit it pretty well from like the dumb hillbillies (laughs) so funny (laughs) um yeah this whole award show he's like carrying around a bottle of jack I'm like this is drag 
You can call oh, it yeah. what you want, but baby, you're in <laughs> yeah, drag. That's drag. You props. <laughs> <laughs> so then the best R&B album nominees were Destiny's Child for Say My Name, Brian McKnight for One, Tony Braxton for He Wasn't Man Enough, D'Angelo for How Does It Feel, uh, Destiny's Child won their first VMA. Um, and I know that this is off topic, but I just have to say, I was also reminded of how fucked up it was that MTV wouldn't give Britney a fucking moon man for 10 right? years. God damn, how petty. She gives you the most amazing performances, puts like her heart into every performance and you can't give her one. Like, like are you kidding? And you suck these videos dicks. Like, oh, yeah. you have made these music videos a part of your whole sort of thing. Yeah, she's I don't number get it. one on TRL like every single day and you can't give her an award. What was that about? Like, I, I still don't know if I understand that. Me either. I honestly have no clue. I like, wonder if there's like something behind it. I don't. It's so weird because she's nominated for almost every category, but she never wins anything. Um, but yeah, so Destiny's Child won a VMA and I last in our last VMA episode, Russ did not agree with me, but I very boldly state, and I will say it again, that I am a huge fan of Tina Knowles' works. <laughs> As am I. I am a fan. I love T- a Tina Knowles' original. I love it. <laughs> it's literally couture. Yes. It's- she, like the, the leather corset with the rhinestones, and she makes them look just so cohesive, but gives them different looks. Kelly was yes. always wearing a pant. Kelly yes. never got to wear a dress. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> or like a short. Yeah. Pants are a short. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was just so, like you said, they're all so cohesive. And it's like, she'll take one idea, like mm, leather and uh, rhinestones. And like, that's the look. Yes. It's, and it's, Oh, so good. And it's like, it's, it's camp, but it's like elevated a little bit. It's so good. Yeah. There's a sense of humor about it where they're like, we're like, we know that we're a girl group. Like yeah, I always like think about, <laughs> right. Cause we have to, cause that's our thing. Yeah. I always think about their boy scouts look and like, that oh is such pure destiny's child at peak camp. Yes. No oh my God. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is Beyonce's, is it her first VMA like ever? Yeah. That's wild. Cause now she has like 25 VMAs. I know. I know. And I, I have to constantly remind myself that there was a time and like, you know, Beyonce was like a human, <laughs> like Beyonce yeah. was just like a human person at an award show yeah. and not like a God who we have to summon and then send back into heaven when she's done. Yeah. Performing. Like she would do like interviews on the red carpet or like she would even be like the one interviewing on the red carpet. Like, yeah, it's a different person. It's crazy. I know. I miss her. I say it all the time. I know. I still, I love Beyonce, but I just like miss like her in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I miss her personality. Like I, I miss hearing her like crack jokes and like be awkward and just like silly. Um, yeah. And then, so I guess like now that I'm doing these, I'm going to do these a lot and I should point out that there's always at least one intensely homophobic joke at every VMAs up until I guess like a couple years ago oh absolutely yeah (laughs) and (laughs) this year the one that stood out the most there was a few but the one that stood out the most was 
the Waynes brothers presenting China, the wrestler, who I know that you and I both love, Jody Lohmeyer. <laughs> We're both big fans Queen. of China. I love her I, so much. <laughs> icon, like truly made this real life what it is. I will go on record. Um, so Jody Lohmeyer and Richard Hatch from Survivor are about to come out and present, or yeah, present like a performance or whatever. And they literally said, this next girl can wrestle any guy in the audience and this next guy would love to. Richard Hatch and Jody Fulfire. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. And if, like, what? <laughs> like, what is, okay. So he wants to fuck every, every man that he walks by because he's gay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I liked their little, like, thing together. They were cute. <laughs> they were cute. They did a little bit and then Jody pretended to beat him up and she ripped her pants because she's so <laughs> strong strong queen i just love when he's like kiss my white big hairy ass and she's like i want to <laughs> kick your white big hairy ass like karate chops him oh yeah. God, i miss her <laughs> she killed it she killed the bit because it's like her job to do those bits you know yeah she put like all her personality into it and she had like the american flag corset yes she is such a legend oh my god she looked so gorgeous and it was just so cool that she like her like fucking muscle thighs ripped through her pants. I was like, oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, Jody. Um, then we got a viewer's choice award presented by Lil Kim and Big Pussy from the Sopranos. I also know that oh. you and I are both big Sopranos heads. Yes. <laughs> Watching that back, I'm like, I love them together. They oh, were so cute. What a cute duo. They were so cute together. I was like, oh my God, this is the, the buddy cop film I never knew I wanted. <laughs> right? Oh my God. That needs to happen. <laughs> and you guys, this is the year that Lil' Kim wore, like, basically a Marvel costume to the award <laughs> show. It's like this caged red, um, like, latex bra and, like, a giant collar with a cape and little yeah. shorts. It was giving, like, slutty firefighter Halloween costume, <laughs> but I loved it. Yes. I loved it. <laughs> yes. Oh, God fucking kid i think the year before that was when um she had like, the pasty on and diana ross like, yeah. so i feel like she was like trying to like top it a little bit <laughs> yes for sure and she always did oh yeah um, she always found a way to have her boobs out and that that's amazing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> impressive <laughs> and then we get a viewer's choice award um oh yeah i just said that presented by them so it was eminem nsync christina and cisco um who won the viewer's choice award i don't even think i wrote it down in sync oh right yeah yeah they won again they won again <laughs> um then we get the iconic moment where britney and christina walk out holding hands oh yes oh and they make the joke about eminem and they <laughs> anyways yeah anyways <laughs> Christina giving Bratz doll up on stage. Yes. And I love that they come out to that song. I know what boys like. I like, I always think of that. <laughs> I know. Like, it's perfect. Whenever I hear that song, I just think of Britney and Christina walking out. <laughs> it's so funny. I've always said that, like, Christina and Britney's relationship is very, like, how they present is like Britney is, you know, like the good girl whose parents are like Baptist and Southern. And then Christina's like her wild cousin from, you know, Pennsylvania or wherever she's from, who like Absolutely. drinks wine coolers, you know? That is perfect. 
she's like getting her to be bad like she gets her to smoke cigarettes in the garage yeah i was like go make out with boys at the ravine and like drink wine yeah she's like twerking britney twerk give him a lap dance he'll like it oh my god Uh, yeah so they and they of course immediately pan to fred durst and then they right after pan to eminem and kid rock it was like jesus get over it uh and they present peak and i know that you love this era of whitney too like the looks oh my god yes peak y2k aesthetic whitney houston like i mean let's talk for a second because she's wearing purple leather pants incredible and then like a white like lined fur like vest or something (laughs) and her classic little whitney wig like yes and her pants have this like glitter racer stripe down the side they're like um like motorcycle leather legging kind of she just looks so cool i love her so much and like it's crazy because this really is like the whitney kind of like you said earlier this is the whitney that people think of when they make fun of her too yeah but like i love I loved Whitney's whole vibe during this time. I really Me too. did. I feel like it was right before it got like kind of bad for Whitney. Like it was, yeah. I feel like 2001 was like the actual like decline, decline, but right. I don't know, it was so good to like see her. And then she like kisses over to Christina and Brittany. Yeah. And you can see Brittany like, well, <laughs> she's like pumping her fist while uh, Whitney's singing, I will always love you. <laughs> um, and we randomly, so, okay. So the video of the year nominees are Blink-182 for All the Small Things, Eminem for The Real Slim Shady, D'Angelo for How Does It Feel. Um, Shout out to D'Angelo, by the way, because he deserves all those nominations. He was nominated for a lot and got nothing. Nothing. And that that video was like, everyone was talking about it. Oh my God. And like so timeless. Yeah. Naked. The way it was shot was beautiful too. Like, Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, I miss him. Um, and then, of course, in sync for Bye 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 and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Eminem won, of course. Um, <laughs> but when Whitney presents the award, all of a sudden Bobby's like out on stage. And he like came out. <clears throat> and Whitney goes, free, free. Because like he yeah. just came out of jail. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, Bobby, Classic. Bobby, do you want to know who won? Do you want to know? She goes, do you want to know who won, Bobby? And he goes, honestly, right now, I don't care. Because he's, like, mad that he isn't being, like... Yeah. You know, he's no mad that nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, like, Whitney got a standing ovation, and she sang I Will Always Love You for a minute, and everybody's going crazy, and nobody cares if Bobby's... Nobody even no. knows if Bobby's on stage. Um, So he's clearly very... Bobby's pouting on the VMA stage <laughs> live on television. Um, So Eminem gets up on stage, and he brings up Britney and Christina again, and... Yeah, it's just like these men were just so reliant on the headlines that came with Britney and Christina. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to put this right between my Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera poster. Like, okay. No one asks. No one cares. (laughs) Yeah. And Kid Rock's like, yeah, got it. They're both 18 years old and you're like 30. So chill out. Right. (laughs) Like, Britney just performed and basically shut down this entire production. Yeah. Nobody is even going to remember that you won these VMAs tonight, sir. 
And I think one of my favorite moments in the whole show is when Whitney is announcing who wins. She goes, Eminem, and just like throws the card down. Oh my God. Eminem, <laughs> you're so right. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so now let's talk about these performances. Oh man. So the opener was none other than Miss Janet Jackson. And the icon. The icon, the queen, the chanteuse, she performed, doesn't really matter. Again, peak, like, post-apocalyptic Y2K Janet. Yes, it was, like, very Matrix-inspired, like, the outfits, at least. And then she gave us, like, four different dance breaks. Mm -hmm. Obsessed. Yeah, she danced so hard, nonstop, the entire performance. (laughs) No break. No break. No moment of even just standing there. Like, it was amazing. Um... Yeah, we love we love Y2K Janet, just like iconic. Oh, the best. <clears throat> uh, Rage Against the Machine. I have not a whole lot to say about that no, performance. Same. They <laughs> they broke a TV with the guitar, real rock yeah. and roll. They broke some things at the end of a performance. Ooh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's scary almost. <laughs> uh, then we have an incredible performance from Mr. Cisco himself. Yes, Cisco. He is so underrated. He Tell is, me about your love of Cisco. He is such a good performer. Like, and he's like funny, like in the <laughs> opening. Like, he was the faces that he was making. Everyone needs to watch his performance. It's so funny. He and is he's funny. like flipping and like moving all over stage. He used every inch of that stage to perform. <laughs> I know. And at the beginning, honestly, he did a little um, like R&B medley before just like pure Drew Hill, just like literally, literally keeled over, holding his stomach and screaming, yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like just screaming. But like, so his voice is incredible. Amazing. Because the thong song is so like gimmicky and like flamboyant that they forget like he has talent yeah like a real fucking like crooner like an r&b sanger um yeah and like i was just again reminded that he's four feet tall and that he can make (laughs) it from stage a to stage b to stage c within seconds his little body he's cartwheeling (laughs) oh my god that moment where he like he did a full naomi smalls like he he glided across the stage by his foot yes I was like oh my god like he's such a good performer and then at the end he's like who's performing next and just like drop right. the mic <laughs> he did say that and I'm like oh the irony <laughs> is that Britney Spears is performing next <laughs> yeah. year that's the well, ironic on, thing <laughs> right <laughs> in 20 years you're gonna laugh at you saying that um <laughs> yeah so uh Britney comes out of course and does her I mean one of the most iconic performances of her career is this your favorite Britney performance from VMAs or do you have a favorite um I think Slave for You like beats it out by a little bit but this Mm -hmm. is up there like this is crazy it's like the transition of Britney Mm -hmm. you know she's always like yes ma'am no ma'am and this is her like I'm gonna rip off all my clothes yeah (sighs) yeah yeah this was very much Britney kind of like burying yes ma'am Britney, like the Britney that would go on TRL and call Carson, sir. Yeah. You know, like this was the end of that kind of, and it's just like, 
you know, I had a very similar experience when I watched the last VMA episode with Russ. Um, like, obviously, I've always loved this performance, but like seeing it in context with the whole award show made it feel very different. Like, I just know it to be like a great, amazing Britney performance because I've watched it so many times that way. Yeah. But like seeing it with the whole show, it was like, it just added a little extra element because it was like, wow, like no wonder this was so controversial. Look yeah. at what she did in comparison to, look at what she did compared to fucking Rage Against the Machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you see the landscape of music at the time. You see that like, there was no one else like Britney. Like there was yeah. no one else. And she was in her own lane and she killed it. Like, I always think of when you can see like the rip away clothes coming off. Right. Like that's when I was like, oh my God, something's going to happen. It's coming. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Cause it was like also during, you know, I feel like you have to kind of be of a particular age to remember this, but like there was no Britney performance for a long time without a little shock. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes a big, huge, massive, crazy shock, or maybe something as simple as her like, dancing over to David Letterman on his desk like tiny but there was always something that made it a little like like curl uh pearl clutching just for a second yeah um and yeah I mean obviously it became Britney's thing to just like shock people and have like a moment at at uh as Christina calls it a gimmick (laughs) (laughs) such a bitch Christina Uh, well when you're an iconoclast um (laughs) And Britney dancing in sneakers is always iconic. It's the best. (laughs) It's the best. Like, I, you know, I love a me against the music little kitten heel pointed boot moment, but there's nothing compared to Britney. Oh, she gets down when she's in a sneaker. Right. (laughs) It's true. When she's in a a thick sketcher, she will (laughs) fucking, oh my God. Um, But yeah, like, it was just incredible to watch this in comparison to all the other performances. And, you know, there was this moment after like when it was over where you could literally feel the tension in the room. Cause everybody knows that they just witnessed something really crazy. Yeah. Have you seen the, um, like her doing it before, like in rehearsal, Yeah. like a full like hour thing leaked recently. And I watched the whole thing and I was like mesmerized at how, yeah like professional she is and like she was calling everyone baby she's like uh baby queen try it this way like (laughs) it's okay baby it's okay baby yeah just like (laughs) watching them like rip the clothes off and it's so funny that like it came off so easily because in the rehearsal like they have to like rip it off of her body I know (laughs) it's funny when you watch the rehearsal to see things like because we would have never known that things maybe didn't like work out exactly as they were supposed to, like random little steps. And it was interesting to see the rehearsal version of it, like that beginning part where she does rip the clothes off. Like she's such a fucking professional that you couldn't really tell that things were, that it was going wrong. Because yeah. the clothes were ripping off before she was supposed to, like you said, but like yeah, now it's just makes part it work. of a, yeah. So fucking iconic. And I get chills at the end when she's like on the ground um like on her knees and she's like flailing her hair back and forth and she's punching the ground Uh, uh, every single time the ground punch it's Uh, like if I wasn't gay before Britney punched that ground (laughs) when she when her fist touched dirt it I became a homosexual I'm not kidding it was that's her four moment um and of course again the camera purposely pans to Eminem and the whole audience is losing their shit 
and they panned to Eminem, who obviously knew that the camera was going to pan to him because they always know that it's like set up. Mm-hmm. And he purposely is like slouched in his chair and he's like kind of refusing to like indulge. Yeah. He's like, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. He's pretend. Yeah. He's pretending to be bored. It's like, okay, like, girl. Oh, you just witnessed that? Really? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like you said earlier, you really, this is a 19 year old girl. Like, you may want to ease up. It's a yeah. lot. This beef is ridiculous. <laughs> it's a lot of heat for a grown ass man and a child. <laughs> um, very attention seeking. Um, and then ironically, Eminem does his, what I would, I suppose you would consider iconic, his real Slim Shady performance where he brings um, all the real Slim Shadies, like the lookalikes on stage. And another horrifically awkward moment that I didn't remember is, so he, they're outside and then they, they come into the theater together and like it's timed so that when he says the line about who Christina gave head to first, that he's standing next to Carson and Fred Durst who are seated in front of each other for this moment, by the way, like this whole awards, like you said earlier, is orchestrated around these like four men. Um, So, but he like kind of misses the cue. So he's got these guys following him and he misses the cue. So he has to back up a little bit and he tries to like give daps or whatever to fucking Carson and Carson's doing his white guy head, butt, like head tilt for the song. Carson. I love him, but like, why is he like in on this? Like, I thought he was like the nice guy, like on TRL. He was always just like so nice to everyone. I'm like, why are you in this? I know. Like it makes you look so petty to be in on a joke about who Christina gave head to you're a host right and you're sitting with fucking Tara Reid which I cannot get over <laughs> I know it's like oh my god Carson I was thinking Tara. I'm like when they were dating like what did they talk about like I feel like they didn't have anything in common like just <laughs> I mean because well the weird thing about Carson though is like who is he true yeah he's very like <laughs> cardboard like he just soaks up whatever personality that he's with yes that's exactly what I always say like it's it's like he has no it's like the reason that he worked so well for TRL is because he has no likes or dislikes or anything like it's like yeah he'll present Rage Against the Machine as earnestly as he will Mandy Moore it'll be the exact same it was so funny though because on TRL when like Eminem would come he would like dress with like saggy pants and like a big shirt and then when Backstreet Boys would come he'd like dress like the Backstreet Boys like right yeah (laughs) And he would totally code switch. Like if he was talking to like Dave, oh, yeah. he would try and sound really cool. Oh if... yeah. So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but if like 98 degrees was, was there, he'd be like a total like queen about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. He'd be like, oh, I'm one of the bros. Hey, 98 degrees. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, he'd be like, any fun festive plans you guys have? Any mistletoe <laughs> or anything planned for you guys? Mistletoe ladies or anything? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that whole thing made me want to roll around on glass to be honest and the Eminem's just like a bad performer like terrible. the way the way he moves his hands are like annoying and then I feel like he was lip-syncing the whole the whole thing he was and, lip-syncing and people would like get on Britney's ass about lip-syncing meanwhile Eminem's right there doing the same exact thing right and all he's, he's doing like, is walking yeah like I don't get it She's doing a full stripper set and punching the ground. <laughs> yes. He's walking. So <laughs> I don't get it. Um, and it also honestly just made me realize like 
you know, listening to him and being reminded of like the, the impact that he had culturally, like he won every award this night. He literally was one of the most famous people in the world. And I was just like, God, if he was famous now, like trying to get away with a lot of the shit that he got away with, or even just trying to be like the center of attention in the way that he used to, people would not be about it. Like he just would never be able to do it now. Yeah. And I remember watching like a full thing of the VMAs with like the commercials in it. I remember after his performance, they had a commercial for like anti-bullying and like Mm -hmm. anti-gay slurs and all this stuff, like mainly because of him because MTV was like, we got to cover somehow. Yeah. He just, and like his whole thing is like, you just want to kind of tell him to shut the fuck up and not because he's like a white rapper, but because it's like he, his whole persona was based on just like male ego and like misogyny and I don't know like oh he just like makes me kind of sick and oh, he's yeah. intensely threatened by women like yeah intensely. young women yeah like he can't handle it it's weird yeah I was like revisiting like the whole Christina and Eminem feud and I was like what did she even say that pissed him off that bad so I guess it was like an interview and she's like, yeah, he's really cute. Um, but I think he's married and like, he's married to the woman that like he writes songs about, about killing. Ha 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 ha. And like, she's just stating the truth. Like, yeah. what are you pissed about? Don't put the song out if you don't want her to talk about it. Exactly. And I remember her, she had said something like, um, she had said something like, you know, I would tell young girls to be careful of men like Eminem, which she has every right to say. He writes right. songs about killing his fucking girlfriend and putting her in a trunk. Yeah. So it's as a public figure and as a young girl who's like talked about domestic abuse and growing up with her dad beating up her mom. Right. Like, why would she not make that statement? Yeah. And then it's just like the whole thing is when you're looking back, it's just like so gross. It's disgusting. And like ugh, now, like I was thinking about like what the what it would be now. Like that was like if Olivia Rodrigo, she's like eighteen, mm-hmm. and like MGK got into like some weird fight. Like what? Yeah, and everybody took his side and made fun of him. Yeah, her. so gross. It's fucking nuts. Um, but yeah. Luckily, that was the end of the Eminem show. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, <laughs> after three hours. Um. So then the Red Hot Chili Peppers they had a little tribute moment. Um. And then they performed. And I was also thinking, I had a weird moment with them where I was like, I remember like the Californication era being like them, it's like the second wave of their career. Because yeah. the MTV had, had did like a whole montage of all of their music videos dating back to the early 90s. And they were like talking about themselves like they were old. Like the drummer was like, even if I have gray hair, blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> he, he told his daughter, he like, wished his daughter a a good first day at school oh yeah that was cute it was cute and I was like oh yeah I remember thinking that this was like like Californication was like new music yeah they always gave me like VH1 vibes like I would see them on VH1 so when they were on TV I'm like what are they doing there like (laughs) yeah such VH they are total VH1 oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) adult contemporary (laughs) yes right before or after Celine (laughs) <laughs> uh, so then we also got an in-scene performance which I think is very iconic um mm-hmm. 
they started I actually have a lot to say about this so they started performing (laughs) this I promise you which I love and I just have to describe the looks for a second I just have to describe (laughs) the looks for a second paint a picture (laughs) okay so they're wearing these Y2K the future is now or whatever broken down tuxedos and I love boy band looks I just love the theatrics right so Lance is wearing a sleeveless rhinestone with like glitter um, button up, but then he's wearing a, a, a glitter cummerbund on his, <laughs> on his belly. And then Justin is wearing like a custom, like Lisa Vanderpump handmade shirt, you know, yes. but, like, with like rhinestone cufflinks and like rhinestone, and it's a ruffled, like old school like 70s tuxedo shirt rhinestones everywhere they all look fucking insane but the best is chris kirkpatrick is wearing a hoodie in the style of a tuxedo shirt sleeveless and the sleeves are fucking glitter he's wearing glitter sleeves it looks like that 2017 like gucci bodysuit that rihanna wore oh yeah like the Gucci mesh um, glitter suit thing. Like so ridiculous. <laughs> so over the top, I was like, oh my God, I love the camp and the pomp and circumstance. They always brought it with the outfits, like just so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up ripping off the tuxedo looks to reveal these leather daddy looks underneath. And this is where we get the iconic television screen plasma tv performance where their heads are um these tvs and their bodies are like it's, it's it's really cool yeah i love it and jc gets that middle tv as he should i know that's why i love this performance because me too jc shines in this and joey too joey's dancing his ass off in this when jc is the lead in my opinion and i'm not even just saying this because i've always hated him i actually really do think that the band works better when JC is the lead and Justin gets to have like his moments. Yeah, totally. Of, but like JC is who should who should be leading in sync. Totally, because he doesn't like do all the extra shit like Justin does. Like yeah. he knows to give everyone else like their moment. And, like I love him. He's just the best. And the thing that I always first of all, I always say in sync, like looking back, had some incredible performances like they were really amazing performers um I've always thought that they just like worked so hard at being like unique and different um which I thought I mean I always thought they were pretty good at and you could always tell that they really took what they were doing very seriously but they also the thing about NSYNC that I liked was that they felt in on the joke about being a boy band absolutely yeah like with the outfits like they're just How can fun. they not be on the joke with the outfits? <laughs> right. And like, I love the Backstreet Boys, but I always felt like the Backstreet Boys took themselves just a little too seriously for me. Yeah. <clears throat> well, when I was younger, I didn't like boy bands at all. I just liked the girls. <laughs> me too. But now I'm like, I, yeah, NSYNC was the one. Yeah. They're the fun. Performers. Yeah. I always say that they're, they're literally Euro <laughs> trash pop stars and I love it. Like, Oh, absolutely. They're just like, you know, cow print chaps with thongs. And I'm, and then that's my vibe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we also get a Nelly 
in the Saint Lunatics performance, very just classic Nelly in the Saint Lunatics. Like they're walking around on stage screaming. Nelly looks really hot. <laughs> they're all wearing their Air Forces. It was a hot mess, but I liked it. And I didn't realize mm-hmm. that DMX was supposed to perform, but like something happened. So yeah. Nelly, Nelly like was told like that day, like, hey, you're gonna perform on the main stage. And yeah. like you can kind of tell because they're kind of just like running around. Yeah. But I think he did a good job. <laughs> You can definitely tell that he, I mean, they would have had some sort of set. I mean, they literally right. didn't even have like a bat, like they didn't have anything. They literally were just running around screaming. Oh yeah. Nelly's pants were fully off of his body. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they were trying to make the most of it. They were like, you know, we don't have anything prepared, but like, this will be fun. And they even yeah. like, there's a really funny moment where they jump off the stage and then they immediately get back on the stage like less than a second later because they're like, oh no. Um, yeah. And Nelly's really good. Like, you know, usually when they do like live performances, like rappers, they'll bleep out like the swears. He's so mm. good at like censoring himself. Yes. The entire performance, there were no bleeps or anything. Yes, you're so right. <laughs> so very true. impressive, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was very fun. It definitely took me back. I used to love Nellyville that fucking album oh, oh me too. my god yes oh I played it until it melted in my cd player and I loved um, a sweatsuit with the two cds yes he was I iconic do love some Nelly. Yeah. yeah um and then well we have to talk about we just have to absolutely fucking talk about we've arrived we've arrived <laughs> so Christina Aguilera um performed her now very infamous Fred Durst moment. Um, I will say that obviously I don't watch this performance as much as I've seen Britney's. So it doesn't like live in my head in the same way. Right. And I did not know that Christina opened the performance with uh, Come On Over. Right? It was Come On Over, right? Or was it Genie? Yeah, she did a little bit of Genie into Come On Over. Right. It was like a little medley. And um, I was like, oh, fun. Like, I love that era of Christina. I love bleached with, like, the red and black underneath. Me too. And she'd wear, like, the body jewels and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because she was the, quote, my favorite thing that I learned in my Christina episode was that she was marketed as an Arabian Britney. Like, the (laughs) nerve and the gall. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm, like, taken aback. (laughs) I couldn't get over it. Um, so that's why there's always a detail of Shimmer because she's a, an Arabian pop star. Like, what? Um, so yeah, I mean, the first half of it was classic Christina. I thought it was really great. I will say it was interesting knowing Christina now and knowing how in control she is of her voice and her instrument and her using her body like a tool. Um, like, it's, it's crazy to see Christina not know how to, like, not be winded and stuff, you know? Yes. She's such yes. a baby. I know. And she tries her hand at a little dance break and she tried. <laughs> it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. It was I get, a lot. Uh, I cringe when I see Christina like dance, like try to like actually dance, like back in the day. I know. I, know. Oh, I didn't know about Christina. this dance break. Ugh. I was like, it was very awkward. It was really, you could tell she was a step behind on everything and she was just trying to keep up on these platforms. And then she did some acrobatics where she, she 
<laughs> she got down on the ground and she did one of those like you know in gym class when they make you pick eight acrobatics to do in middle school they're like front tumble walk in a straight line cartwheel whatever she did like the middle school on the mat front tumble yeah she has like a tuck and roll and just like rolls over super quick <laughs> it was so weird and then one of the dancers like dove over her while she tumbled um <laughs> And then in the last, and it's it's literally one minute of the performance, he just comes out and, and scream raps with her. Yeah. It's like yeah. when you hear like th- that music and you see like his backwards red hat, I just right. tense up. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was like, he did, and they didn't interact on stage. No, he like lunges at her and she like flinches back and he's mm-hmm. like circling her. It's very awkward. You could tell that he felt a little too cool to be there. He literally ran off the stage when it was over. Oh, yeah. And then she felt embarrassed because they didn't do any sort of hand-in-hand bow or anything. So then she ran off. And Christina really truly thought that at that moment she was the last true rock star living on this world, like on this (laughs) earth. Like she was giving just pure 80s rock Motley Crue energy. Oh, yeah her like wailing while jumping was is so funny to me it's so funny it's like, ah, ah, while he's screaming in the back too oh my god it was a mess poor christina and if she only knew what the press was going to be the next day my god oh i know oh um, and just the way that that would that performance would change the next decade of her life having to respond to Fred Durst publicly all the time and him claiming to have had sex with her and like just the whole thing was just so gross I know have you ever seen the um behind the scenes of the David LaChapelle photo shoot where he did like it's like the class of 99 where it's all like the gold and it's the girls in the gold bikinis there's behind the scenes video where Fred Durst is like hanging out with Diddy and he's like drinking like some alcohol and like Christina and Brittany are like just sitting down and he's like and uh, Fred Durst is like Christina Christina come here you shouldn't be sitting on the floor and he like tries to hit on her and she's like are you drunk and he's yeah. like no <laughs> and he goes there's a part where he goes um he was like, I want to, he goes, I want to hate on you, but I'm mic'd right now. And Christina wants nothing to do with it. And she turns and looks at him and goes, <laughs> <laughs> like she flips her hair off her shoulder and turns right the fuck back around. Um, but I mean, unfortunately, Christina did have a real major public crush on him. And, you know, I bet she really regrets like that year of constantly talking about how hot he is and how she likes bad boys and boys with flavor i know like if they were like 18 19 like the things i were to say if i was 18 or 19 and a oh celebrity like oh, it sucks that i could haunt them <laughs> i know and just like trying to find your place and yeah you know yeah it's 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 fucked that whole thing is just very traumatic like i can't even for me and christina <laughs> we're both dealing with it reliving it was traumatic <laughs> um yeah and then the last performance of the night is blink 182 which feels very fitting um they performed with a mob of little people which was highly inappropriate and um for any little women atlanta fans out there the boss bitch herself tanya was up on did you see tanya i need to rewatch it now oh my god oh is she wearing like the black skirt yes okay Oh my God, I knew I knew her from yes, somewhere. Her yes, her smile. 
I was like, that's Tanya. Oh, oh my God. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the year 2000 VMAs. It was so fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. Like the entire thing was like such a joy to watch. It was parts were cringy, but like that is going to happen. It's the year 2000. <laughs> yeah. And I, I honestly would say for any like younger person listening to this who maybe hasn't ever seen in full the old VMA, um, like full VMAs, not like the performances, but like the whole award show. This is one that I would suggest watching. Because it, it yeah. really gives you like the energy and the spirit and the vibe of like what the VMAs were. I think like it's just it's lightning in a bottle, honestly. It's I love it so much. And one more thing. So I was like looking, I was like, where was Mariah's video for Heartbreaker? Like I think it oh, came right. out the year before, but like I was thinking like Mariah has not gone to like any VMAs. And I feel like Matola has a thing with like he's somehow blacklisted her from the VMAs and like gets JLo all the awards. That would not <laughs> honestly, that would not be shocking because JLo always has such moments there. Yeah. And she like is there's so many photos of JLo at like different VMAs and Mariah, it's like only the ones in the 90s that she attends. Wow, I've never thought about that, but you're completely right. And Mariah had videos that were like being played on heavy rotation. Like Heartbreaker was a piece of art and that should have won an award. (laughs) Yeah, if Pink can be there with her fucking Liberty, Pink Liberty spikes (laughs) in her hair for having Uh, a song. Um, But yeah, well, do you have any closing thoughts, I guess, about the 2000 VMAs? No, it was just so much fun to rewatch. I want to rewatch like all of them now. <laughs> I know. So I'm so addicted to award shows. I know. I'm like, now I want to watch like, I want to watch the really random ones that like, like the 2005 ones oh, that yeah. I just have truly not thought about, you know? Yeah. Like when Diddy hosted, that was, I think that was yes. one of the years in Miami or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've got to do 2007 soon. Uh, yeah work through that trauma I think it's time (laughs) (laughs) a little therapy session (laughs) right uh well thank you so much this was so much this was as fun as I thought it would be a million times more I'm so happy that I chose you to do this with oh my god thank you so much for having me back on you're so welcome we'll tell people (laughs) where they can find you on the internet you can follow me at literal trash 2004 on Instagram. And if you want to follow my Twitter where I just say stupid things, um, that's at Bridgegush, B-R-I-D-G-E-G-U-S-H. Well, you guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to be doing more of these. Hopefully we'll like venture out of the VMAs and maybe do like some billboard awards. I'll just love to see where Ashley Simpson performed and I will incorporate them into <laughs> the rotation, basically selfishly. Um, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solid listen for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.